Welcome to the Team Building Podcast, where you'll learn how to build a dominant real estate team in your market. Featuring masterminds with team leaders and mega agents, plus in-depth interviews with operations managers and marketing directors of some of the top teams in the country. You'll learn the latest methods to generate and convert leads, streamline your operations, recruit and train better agents, and raise your profit. And now, here's the latest Team Building Podcast. Hey, what's up, the Team Building Podcast Nation? Super Jack today to be interviewing a good friend of mine. We're both in the same Multipliers Mastermind group, and he has an awesome team. We're going to dive deep into recruiting today. Mike Mizik, just like physique, Mike Mizik. Mike, start us off today. Tell us about yourself. Don't be shy. Um, never apologize for being freaking awesome. Why don't you tell us about your team, um, maybe the units you sold last year, not what you're going to do this year, volume, how many agents you've got, and then what your role is right now. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, well, first of all, I'm excited to be here. Um, I appreciate you having me on the podcast. But um, let's see, I've been in the business since 2003. Um, and right now, my team, I'm not going to go into the whole history of how I got to where I'm at today. But I mean, right now, we've... Um, I've got a team of about 90, close to 90 sales agents, about 13 administrative staff. Um, we are a, I would say that we are a, a brokerage that functions like a team. Um, you know, so I am, I am my own broker, but most people, you know, we tend to run one system. Most of the agents who come to me do so because I provide them leads. Yep. Uh, not all of them, but the majority, 80, 90% of You're them. You're the standard team that's actually a brokerage, but running as a team, how all brokerages should operate and will have to operate to stay relevant in the future, but aren't yet. So yeah. I love it, man. Yeah. This is going to be perfect. When did you transition over to the broker model? Um, five, six years ago. Okay. And what I, I was with you PW. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Yep. You're, what brokerage are you at? Uh, well, I was with Keller Williams, and now it's Mike Mazik Realty. Okay, you're an indie broker. Yes. Awesome. All right, where are you located, and what was your units and volume last year as a brokerage? So I'm um, just outside of DFW, um, on in the suburb, right side, right outside of Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, volume last year was right around 140 million, um, and that put put us at. 500, just over 500 units, somewhere between okay. five and six. I don't remember the exact number. Great business. It's funny when we joined this group, I think you and I joined multipliers really close to the same time. And um, a good friend of ours, Chris Arnold, who started multiplier said to me, Hey, I've got a buddy of mine. He's a huge real estate guy. He's got a team. I think he's going to give you a run for your money. And my first question, what's his volume? What's his units? Um, you yeah. beat me in volume. I think I beat you in units by a little bit, uh, but we're running really similar teams. The thing that stands out to me and what we'll focus on today, and I know you and I discussed this a little bit off air, is that you did about the same as what I did. And I only have 30 agents, you have 90, but you just shared with me, you just recently saw that growth. So I'm guessing your, your company is going to double in sales. I have to, I'm going to have to step it up. So talk to us <laughs> about your growth because I, I interview a lot of people, even on this show. I don't think I've ever interviewed someone that's grown as much as you have in the last 12 months. Absolutely, man. Um, well, and yes, you're right. We, we literally, we went from at the beginning of this year, I had about 40, I had been stuck between 40 and 50 agents for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
at the beginning of this year, there were a couple things that I implemented and did and that have really worked very, very well. And as a result, we went from about 45 agents to we're getting close to right around 90 right now. How many uh, agents would you like if you could choose? I get people asking me this all the time. I have my answer. What would your answer be? You know, I, five more. You know, <laughs> that, that's, that's the answer I always give people more. Because you, yeah, it, your foundation can continue to grow. You said you have 13 admin. How many admin did you have when you only had five agents? You know, or 10 agents? Yeah, one, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Usually one to 10 is what I see from large mega teams and brokerages is one admin for every 10, um, 10 agents within the organization. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the growth, Mike. So first and foremost, you saw that you were stagnant at 40 to 50. I am in that exact situation right now. I've been stagnant between 30 and 40 for about four years. And we know recruiting is important and we intentionally go out and do it, uh, but we seem to lose as many as we gain. And so we're stuck. And I think you probably had a similar experience. So what changed for you to have a net increase of over 100% in agent count in, in seven months? Uh, I'm going to say three things. Um, one, I'll say from a, just a leadership standpoint, uh, I had the wrong person in charge of my team. Um, and I got rid of that person. Um, I got integrated a lot of, back a lot more. Um, started, you had stepped out kind of seventh level. Yeah, a little bit. You know, I was just disengaged. I would say disconnected. I hadn't totally stepped out, but I was just mentally, I was disconnected. You weren't in the game anymore. Yeah. And, uh, and I just had the wrong person where she was, this particular person was kind of like a virus, a cancer was not healthy for the organization. I got her out. I got the right person in. So I would say that's, that, that was step number one. Um, that, that process was very difficult and got me reengaged into being, you know, connecting with the team. Sure. Um, but you know, the, the two things that I would say beyond that, that have really helped me, um, I, I went all in on social media marketing for recruiting. Social media has always been huge for me for recruiting, but yep. I really went all in on, um, on really video. I'm using Frank Kern's strategy, intent-based branding. Okay. Um, and so it's this whole campaign. I signed up for his, um, he, he's got a private client group that I did. Um, where I get to go out and meet with him and stuff. And so basically it's, it's a video. I just went heavy. He- I mean, I was doing video, I'm doing video every single day. Okay. Um, posting all- on your Instagram, posting on your Facebook, LinkedIn. I mean, honestly, it, it was 95% Facebook. Okay. Um, so in targeting, targeting real estate agents, adding value. Um, and I can go into more detail on kind of what that campaign looks like, but I would say I went all in on social media I would say, are they open in different markets? I mean, can anyone sign up or is there exclusive rights per market? Are you referring to the Frank Kern? Yes, sir. Um, I don't think he's running the private client group anymore. Um, okay. But the strategy that I'm using, that I'm utilizing is very easy. Okay. Um, there's not a lot to it. Okay. Um, Real quick, let me slow it up. Um, the first pillar that you're sharing as far as growth was very interesting because it was more of an actual, you had to self-actualize and look at your organization and ask, why is it not growing? And you were able to pinpoint there was a person who was creating toxicity. And time and time again, if you read the book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lencioni, there's a person, Mickey, a female salesperson who was creating such a negative vibe that it was causing issues and she eventually was let go. 
And I've seen this time and time again, independent of what seat that they're in, one bad egg, right? It's like your weakest link is what can sink, you know, sink the ship. So um, I think that that's really awesome that you were able to pinpoint that, remove her, step in, maybe fill some of her shoes, and you were able to see that much growth in that short amount of time. All right, so phase two, online marketing, videos, Facebook, boosting ads, targeting realtors. How many licensed agents are there in and around the Dallas area that could potentially be agents on your team? There are, I think we've got about 50 or 60,000 um, licensed agents throughout the DFW area. Holy Facebook, Facebook is able to find about a quarter of those. So about 12 to 15,000 that I'm able to actually boost ads to and market to. Okay. So how much on average do you, would you suggest to our listeners to spend on a Facebook ad, promotional ad that goes out um, every month? Well, I mean, I'll tell you for me, you know, and, and I just gave you the numbers as far as, you know, the, the, the size of my market that I'm marketing to. And I'm, I was spending probably about three grand a month um, in, in marketing. Okay. Um, and that sounds about right for recruiting for 15,000. It's funny, my market, I have 3000 agents wow. and we have targeted about 1500 are on our list of who we are go after, which is anyone under like 20 unit sales in the previous year. And yeah. then we, we've done the analytics and then pin, you know, target them on Facebook. And with that, I think we've spent around 500 a month when we were really heavily going after them on Facebook. And we were, we were really just running events and then boosting the event and inviting them to come to training. So what is the ad? You know, what, what, what did you put out there? What was your strategy to get them into your world? Because the thing that I think a lot of us know is that we've built something, a sandbox that's going to bring value, but people don't know our sandbox exists. And if they yeah. don't know our sandbox exists, then we're never even having the conversation. But once we have the conversation for us, nine out of 10 people that come and look at my team want to join it. And we hire about half of those people. The challenge yeah. is getting people into the sandbox. So how, yeah. what, how did your ad help get people into your organization? Well, all of my ads start out as videos. And so they're all videos that are anywhere from two minutes to 10 minutes long. Okay. Um, with the average being somewhere right there in the middle. And the first step for me was defining what are my core messages. Um, so, you know, I believe that, every, and this is something that Frank taught me and really just has hit home is that every great, all the greats on social media, whether you're looking at like, Gary Vaynerchuk right now or Grant Cardone or they if you really take a step back and you look at what the content that they're putting out they typically have about two to three core messages um, and for example Grant Cardone you ever I'm assuming you probably listen to some of Grant stuff yep. so if you listen to Grant you, you you take a step back and you look at what are his core messages now he doesn't ever come right out and say these but they're at the core they're at the they're a backdrop for all of his content number one you didn't learn what you needed to learn about money in school and your parents didn't teach you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uncle G is going to teach you, right? Number two, real estate. Real estate is the answer. That's what he's teaching. Number three, sales. You look at Gary Vaynerchuk. I think you could probably say hustle, right? Hustle is one of his core messages. Social media is one of his core messages, mm -hmm. you know? And so, for me, it was about defining what are my core messages. And then what I do is I put out content in video format that has those core messages as the backdrop of it. And usually it's all like story based. Sure. Um, so, you know, I might tell a story, you know, one of my core messages, for example, is the training that my team offers. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so I did a, a mastermind training where I gave my team a script and one of my, one of my, um, one of my agents sent out that script and got like a 30, 40% response rate through a text message, um, on every, so I just, I, I did a video on that and I tell a story okay. about, Hey man, I was, I was doing a mastermind with my team the other day. And I gave them this script and this, my agent got a 40% response, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I give them the actual script. So, you know, that's, I think that's key is that show the people that you can help them by actually helping them on the right. video. Okay. Whereas I think a lot of the stuff that's being put out on video right now, they tend to tease and they never actually give you the real content, right? It's like, oh, you got to go sign up for it. You got to pay for it. You got to do this if you want to actually get the nugget that's going to help them. Right. So what's so, your CTA? Your call to action. Um, uh, my, my CTA on, on you, give the, them the, you give them the carrot, they bite it. You let them have it, uh, which is awesome. Yeah. How do we get them in the door? What's the next step? I drive them to my landing page careers with Mike.com. Okay. So, and I'm making, and that's a, you know, another thing I'm making offers all the time. I mean, if you look at my ads, you're con- I mean, I've got people that aren't even in real estate that are on my social media that know nothing really about me, but they know, they know careers with Mike.com. Careerswithmike.com. Are all of your videos hosted there? No, no, they're all they're all they're all native on Facebook. How would someone go and watch your videos? Facebook. Okay, just follow you on Facebook. Yeah, what's your Facebook? I I upload them to YouTube as well, but Facebook is where I'm getting all my traction. Mike Mazik on Facebook, and they can go watch your videos if they follow you. Yeah, my my public figure page, not my personal page. Public figure page, not personal page. Okay. Cool. All right. So what's the third pillar? Um, the third pillar was that I created a, a incentive plan for my agents to recruit that aligns our interest. Um, and so, and I always had, like, I always had for the last 10 years, I had like a, um, um, they would get residual income off of anybody that they recruit. Right. And so, but that was pretty basic. It didn't really get people excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this past year I designed, I kind of modeled it. Like, have you ever play video games? Like, For um, sure. okay, well, if you, game? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, if you played like Fortnite, isn't the, the Fortnite? I don't play Fortnite, but yep. my son does. That's what my son um, plays too. Yeah. And if you play Fortnite, I believe what's the currency of Fortnite? Hmm. I don't remember. I believe it's called V bucks. Okay. That sounds right. You can yep. buy them or earn them. I would assume. Yeah. So all video games tend to work on this same premise where you're constantly like leveling up, right? You're earning rewards, leveling up, earning rewards, leveling up. You get to go to the store, buy new stuff, get new powers, whatever it is. Right. And so what I did was I created a company wide incentive plan that, and it's, so it's, um, it's company dollar based. And I created this incentive plan where agents are rewarded and they earn what I call Z bucks. Okay. So play off my last name is Zeke. Um, they earn Z bucks and they get rewarded with Z bucks and they can, they, they can then go cash those Z bucks in at our monthly team meetings. We have what's, what we call a Z exchange. And whenever they, so the way the mind works is uh, for 25,000 Z bucks, they can unlock two and a half percent extra in commission on, on their split for the rest of the year. Wow. Okay. So 
they earn the Z bucks in two ways. Primarily number one is through, they get one-to-one reward on company dollar for any of their own production. Okay. So I reward them for what they produce, obviously. Then they also get rewarded double Z bucks on recruits production that they recruited. Mm. So interesting. And that's where like, if you actually build, put these, all the numbers into a spreadsheet on their own production, yeah, they're going to unlock a few commission levels throughout the year, but it's not going to be a whole lot. And again, at the end of the year, it goes back. Yeah. The but double is the big one. The double is the big one. That, yeah. That's where it's like they could uh, literally, they, if they bring on two, three, four agents, they're going to be capping yeah. and hitting a hundred percent on their personal yeah. production. And so that's so is, is a million in sales worth like 10,000 Z bucks a million or how do you guys do that? Okay. So a million in sales would be 30,000. Let's just call it 30,000 in commission. Is that correct? Yep. yep same. Yep. Okay. And what's their split? Uh, let's say they're 60, 40. Okay. So 40% going to the broker, you? Yep. So that would be what? 12 grand. Yep. So that'd be 12,000 Z bucks. Oh, okay. Interesting. So it's just now, whatever they earn is what the Z bucks in dollars. Every dollar is worth one Z buck. Yeah. On their person. Recruits, every, every recruits dollar is worth two Z bucks. Correct. Are there any other scenarios where they earn Z bucks? They get Z bucks. Well, that's the beautiful thing is that once I created this system, it now aligns our interests. So I'm able to incentivize them with Z bucks for any activity that I want them to do. Mm, attend to this training, go to this attend event. There you teach, go. Teach a training, do a video with me mm. about, we call them victory videos. So like now I've got agents lining up at my, at my monthly meeting to do what I call victory videos, which is basically them telling everybody, Oh, I just, I've got six pending transactions. Victory. Three of those came from Mike Mazik. I did it. Yeah. That's the awesome, victory dude. video. You guys, this is awesome. So the third pillar is gamification. And what I love to this about this is it speaks to the millennial. We all grew up with video games. We all wanted to level up literally past the levels and then get points assigned to us. But now to be empowered that the points you gain, isn't just to make you look cool on a leaderboard. You can actually cash those in for a commission increase. What else does an agent want than yep. more commission? And it yep. could be cashed in for a trip. It could be for swag, hats, shirts, you know, stuff they can give away to their clients, access to an office. I mean, the sky's the limit. Do you have anything outlined that we could include um, in this podcast episode where someone could go and see exactly how your Z bucks work? I know we um, talked about it and people can deduce how they want to implement it in their own business, but yeah, I'll, I do have it outlined. I would need to see if that documents in, in a format that I could just put out there for everybody. Okay, cool. But I can tell you that the format really, I mean, I, it's very simple. Um, the, the other things that I re, like, I reward company meeting attendance. So now yeah. I've got literally like 70 to 80% attendance at my monthly team. I meeting. bet you do. How many points for uh, going to a meeting? 2,500. 2,500 points. And you said 25,000 increases your split by 2%. Two and a half percent. Two and a half percent. And what's the cap? On their personal production, they can they can go all the way up to a hundred percent. Okay. And, and then on then the leads you give them. On the leads I give them, they can go up to 75%. Awesome. Dude, we run very similar models. Um, we don't gamify, but we our splits go to 80-20. Um, but our internet leads cap at 80-20 as well. So they start at 50-50 and go up depending on the sales. I really like that, Mike. How did you think of that? Like obviously gamification everyone talks about, but I really like the process you implemented. Had you seen that with another business or sales organization? 
No, I was on a, I was on an airline flight um, back from Seattle from visiting Zillow headquarters, and I knew that I I had just. Well, I mean, what had happened was I had just um, when I let go of the virus that was in step number one, the girl that that was running my team. Right. She went and started her own brokerage and started trying to recruit my agents. Um, and so I need, I needed to come up with something that was going to put me over the edge. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of my, I mean, it, honestly, I listened to my agents. Yeah. I, I, my, and I didn't do that for a long time. My agents wanted to be able, wanted the ability to be able to make more money on the leads I give them. And they wanted the ability to cap. Mm-hmm. And so now I create, okay, you know what? I just said, I'm going to give you what you want. If you give me what I want. Right. And we just we created a partnership and they love it and I love it and it's working. They're referring me more agents that I can get them to do whatever I want. It's been awesome. That is awesome. I love it. Um, are they, can the agents within your brokerage have teams? I'm assuming they can teams within yes. your brokerage. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And do they get to, do they get to, and this is off topic a little bit, but do they get to decide the split for the agents within their team? Yes. You don't define the split structure that their agents have within their teams. Correct. The only caveat to that is that they are not allowed to offer a split on my leads that is more advantageous than the split that I offer. That makes sense. Yep. That's fair. I agree. That that makes sense. Interesting. How many leads are you guys divvying out to these 90 agents every month? I mean, obviously not all of them are taking internet leads. Yeah, no, they're not. Um, we are generating probably about 3000 leads a month. Okay. And not all of those are being taken. I've, I've, I've got a, a big issue right now where I've got to fix um, my, my leads taken model. Oh, there is one other thing on the recruiting. There is a fourth pillar. Fourth this, is like pillar. A, a, this is a bonus pillar, Jeff. Love it. Here we okay. go. <laughs> I totally forgot about this. And this is probably the one I'm the most excited about. Okay. Um, I, I launched a salaried agent model. Mm, I love it. Okay. And, We've talked and, about that quite a bit on this podcast. So let's hear about it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, who actually, can I pause you before yeah. we're going into that? I think a lot of our listeners would want to ask, cause I kept thinking it and not asking it. What's the amount that one of your agents caps at not including the internet leads, obviously, but just their own personal sales. I know inside Keller Williams, it's typically 18,000 to 24,000. What's the number you've decided within your indie brokerage? In other words, how much do they have to produce to be able to cap at a hundred percent? Yeah. And the way a business uh, person probably look at this is how much money do you have to make off of them before you can allow them to keep a hundred percent of their commission? Yeah. And if you look at a lot of that's going to, going to vary based on whether or not they're capping because of recruits, whether or not they're capping because oh, of, so they're capping because of their Z bucks. Correct. Yeah. That that's the only way they can cap. But the way that I designed it is that if you look at the math, typically I've got to make around a hundred thousand off of that agent. So I'm making about four to five times what a KW is okay. off of the agent for them to cap. But they still get to cap, dude. And this is the thing. Like I'm at Berkshire right now. They get six percent of all of our deals. I did three million last year. So they got a hundred and eighty thousand dollars and there's no cap. So I did twenty million, six percent every time I do a deal. And I, yeah. I personally don't think that's fair for my agents. But I obviously have to do that with the team, with my team too, because that I'm connected to that company dollar. So I'm looking for a solution to overcome that challenge. And I love the way that you're doing it. And obviously you went independent to be able to implement some of these strategies. Yeah. All right. Fourth pillar. I paused you. Now let's get into it. 
Okay, bonus pillar here. Um, the the salaried agent model. Um, that is the one, I, like I said, I'm probably the most excited about. I really believe in my heart that in the next five to 10 years, we're going to see a whole lot of salaried agents hit the marketplace. Yep. Um, and if you look at the numbers from a brokerage standpoint, like yourself or me or somebody trying to build a team, the numbers are just hands down. They blow away uh, the independent contractor model. Um, but I launched the salaried agent um, program. And so that's been a huge lead generator too. Like, so I'm putting out Facebook ads, you know, that are even some static image ads and stuff that say, you know, that talk about my salaried agent yep. program. I get a huge response on that. I bet. And, and from, even from active agents and non-licensed agents, I'm assuming. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, You'd you, be surprised at the production of some of the active agents that actually that wanted, inquire about the salaried agent. Agents salary. are stressed out, man. It's a scary jam. And as the market shifts back to a buyer's market, somebody that's not used to working buyers and has been able to live off their seller sphere the last five years, they're nervous right now. So this is a great time to move into that hybrid role where you have some agents that select to be a split and others that select to be um, paid salary. We don't have a lot more time. So why don't you help our listeners um, understand this bonus pillar, which is the future. And I 100% agree with you. Let's talk about how you have that structured. So okay. if someone was on a split, how do they become salary? If someone's salary, how do they bust out and become a split agent? What's the salary like? Is there a bonus attached to each sale if they are salary? Yeah, absolutely. So the way that I structured it was um, they start at, I believe it's 50, no, they start at 2,500, um, 2,500 a month, 2,000, I don't, I forget, 2,000 or 2,500 a month. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, I don't remember which one it is. It's one of those. And um, so that's their base salary. Guarantee every month you're gonna make 24 G's a year or yep. 30 or whatever it is. Okay. And then the way that I structured it was that as they grow, as they go up throughout that 12 month period, based on how much GCI they're bringing in, there's a couple, there's a couple different layers of their, of their compensation. So their salary can begin to go up. So it goes up, let's say it starts at two, it, it'll then bump up to 2,500 once they've done X number of GCI, mm -hmm. then it'll go up to 3,000. And then I think it even maybe even goes up to 35, 3,500 a month. And again, so once they hit certain levels in production within that 12 month period, Okay. Um, they're also incentivized uh, to sell. So they get flat fee bonuses based on the commission, the GCI that comes in off of each particular sell. Yep. So if it's um, over a thousand, they get a hundred dollars. If it's over two thousand, two hundred dollars or something yeah, like that. Something Typically like that. I see for the listeners, a 90-10 split is a pretty simple way to do it. Let them keep a 10% bonus every sale. I've yeah. Heard now I, I was very specific. That I didn't want to do anything percentage based. Yeah. Make it different uh, than what the typical agent is used to. Well, mainly because if you start to look at the math and how it plays out, especially on higher end sales, whenever they're doing the three, four, five, six, I don't know what your average price yeah. point is. Mine's 280,000. Yeah, so ours 220. Yeah. For me, a five or 600,000 sell, I'm like, heck yeah. Here it comes. Um, yeah, yeah. That's where you, because you built it all in a flat fee structure, you make a crap right. ton of money when they're selling those, those now, larger. They're expected to generate leads themselves from their sphere. And then of course you're handing them leads. Are the, how does that work? If you give them an internet lead, is there a split on that? That's different than if they generate the lead on their own. 
Yeah, but it's minimal. It's like okay. 500 bucks more for their, for their closing bonus. Okay. Um, are they de-incentivized to want to even try to generate their own business? I mean, are they pretty much, when your salary, are you living off of the, the Z teat, if you will? Um, well, yes and no, man. I, I've, you know, I've got agents that are, I've still got it. I mean, these are, here's the deal. These are the same. I, what I felt like when I launched this was that there's a lot of agents that are, that are sitting on the sideline. They would love to get into real estate. They have this, the personality that they would be highly successful in real estate, but they're not able to get into real estate because their life circumstances prohibit them. Right. Like they can't go six months without a salary. Right. So they're they have screwed. To have the money. People are de- right. dependent upon that, that money. So agreed. So those people I can plug in, they'll still do their own sphere. Do they, I mean, they want to sell, they want to right. make money. They're still incentivized right. to sell more and more. So they, I've still are got Z bucks. Are they getting the same Z bucks structure as everybody else? They do. Yeah. They get, they get, they can get two and a half percent. Now it would, I mean, there's no way if you look at the math that they would ever cap. Right. right, right. So basically if they've recruited somebody, I'm just going to give them an extra two and a half percent. You know, if they've, if they've unlocked another commission level. Right. on top of whatever their flat fee salary structure is. Right. Cool. I love the bonus pillar. Thank you. Mike, you did yeah. awesome. Number one, remove toxicity. Number two, have some type of a process, especially on Facebook or Instagram. Get out there on social. Create videos. Don't be scared. Be authentic. Show people what the special sauce is and give them something of value when you post something. Don't just fake them out and not give something. Always have a give on the other end. Number three, I don't remember. What was number three? Uh, number three was what you call the gamification. Gamification. Uh, yeah. That's it. I love it. That was cool and that was unique. I don't think I've ever had someone talk about that specifically. And then, of course, number four, the bonus content of having a salaried position. And it's somewhat of a hybrid because they do get paid per sale, but it's more of a flat fee versus a percentage. So, yeah. I, dude, this has been an awesome podcast. I know there's so many other rabbit holes we could go down. And before we started this episode, Mike told me about this 100% growth in, 12, in the last eight months. And I wanted to focus on recruiting. I know that's a big a pillar to a successful growing business. And now we're coming into the fall. I think the best time to snag agents is October through December. Things have slowed down. It's the winter. Their deals have slowed down. So they're not, you know, in the process of all these you know, deals that are pending. This is the time to grab someone. And I think this is a really cool year because next year's 2020. So first quarter 2020, who do you want to be with? You know, um, don't be basic, be elite, be, you know, next level, be ready to, to take on 2020 with the, Mizik team and yep. or whatever team you are across the country. So dude, this was awesome. Yeah, better, any final yeah, thoughts? Get ready. I've, I've got, I'm going to have a hundred sales agents producing for me for a full year in 2020. Oh man. I got to, I got to level up, buddy. I'm really excited <laughs> to, be, to be chasing you, Mike. I'm excited to see where you guys are year in this year as well. Um, obviously you already shared with everybody how to get a hold of you. Mike Mizik, M-A-Z-Y-C-K on yep. Facebook, make sure to go to the business page, not the personal page. If you want to yep. see those videos, um, obviously a shout out on iTunes would be awesome. If you guys just want to say thank you to Mike on the iTunes review, give us a five star and throw a shout out to Mike for this episode. Also, uh, Mike would love to invite you to come out. We host our team building workshop every month in Omaha. It's a full day workshop by being a guest on my show. You get to attend that for free. The next one is September 23rd. And then we have one in on October, I believe it's 21st. 
Um, if anyone's listening about this and is interested to learn more about the workshop, you can go out to jeffsworkshop.com. And we have added a second day. Everyone's always said, man, our flight doesn't leave till the evening of the second day. You guys should offer more content. So for free, the second morning, I do a new course on recruiting. So this came at a perfect time. And then my business partner and um, friend of mine, Clint Bartlett, who you know, Mike, and met in um, Tulum, Mexico last year, he's going to be there speaking on investing. Um, we're going to talk about the why and the what of investing in the morning. But we are launching the first ever investing course as well. So if somebody's interested in staying the full day, we're going to go till 5 p.m. the second day, and it's all going to be on investing. Um, you can go to ersinvestorworkshop.com ersinvestorworkshop.com. If you just want to come to the investment workshop, you can. If you come to the team building workshop and add the investor workshop, it's 50% off. Normally it's $9.97. You get it for 50% off if you come and stay with us the entire second day. So there was a lot of upsell there and I apologize to our listeners, but I know the value is there. Mike can attest to the fact that the next pillar of wealth creation, you know, the, the, the real estate team vehicle shouldn't be to create wealth. Wealth is created by what you invest in that creates a residual and long lasting residual there's never ever, ever been anything that can compete against real estate. And we're in real estate. So why wouldn't we be buying single family, multifamily? Um, that's the future. So really excited. We can talk the next time, Mike, probably just on investing the next time we have you on the show. There you go. All right, man. Any final thoughts of wisdom for our good listeners? Um, no, man. If you want to recruit, I'm telling you, just do do what I said. It'll work. Um, it's it's. I've got more recruits than I than I can handle. I literally, I don't, I don't know that I want to grow any faster than than I am right now. Well, you want to grow more, but not too fast because you want to be able to offer value to the people that are coming in. And you said five more. Um, I think a healthy growth for most organizations is about one to two agents a month. If you're giving them the support they need, of course, you can increase the support by hiring positions that help onboard offboard agents. But um, I love it. Mike, this was awesome. Great podcast episode. Um, definitely, you guys take that opportunity to go give Mike a shout out and follow him on Facebook. Thanks again for being on the show. You got it, man. Thank you, Jeff. All right, we'll see you. Right, 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 right.